You are listening to The Ben Keats Show, where every day the objective is simple. Ben will never stop fighting the fight and lighting the light on topics that affect you every day. Howdy, folks. Welcome to The Ben Keats Show. My name is Ben Keats, and I'm elated to have you here today as we start into some new stuff. Uh, Season two is kicking off with the podcast. It's going to be... Um, a lot of differences and I'll kind of give you a lay of the land here and what this all is going to look like. So basically we are going to, I'm going to switch my title. Season one was what's wrong with, and then we had our topics that we looked at together. Season two is going to be problem solved. And then there's going to be a heading underneath there. Uh, the reason for this is really trying to have the mentality with my show to solve problems to give solutions. And that's why else would I be doing this? Um, I mean, I'm somewhat interesting to talk to or listen to, but I mean, at some point I'm going to get bored with myself unless we're actually doing something tangible, which is the purpose. Number two, guest, more guests from all across the country. I've been spending the last month talking with people who have podcasts, people who don't have podcasts, really interesting stories And so the goal of season two is going to be more people. And there's a lot of things in the work for that that I'm super excited about. So stay tuned. The first couple episodes is just going to be this guy. But after we kind of get going, it's going to you'll you'll see some of the things I have in store and kind of the organization of that uh, I've been working hard on. Number three, I have decided over the last month also that I am going to be starting a coaching business. I want to take some of the conversations I've had with you guys, some of these podcast episodes, and really try to extend out and help more people. So the logistics of that will come in the next couple of weeks, but I'm excited for it. It's going to be, it's, it's exciting to see what that may look like. And Like pretty much everything I do, if I'm going to give it a shot, I'm going all in. So we'll see. So stay tuned to more information about that. So other than that, Christmas is behind us. New Year's is behind us. It's kind of time to really jump into 2024. I had a a great conversation, which I won't go into all the details, but I had a great conversation on New Year's Eve with... Um, just kind of a group of folks. Some of the, some of them were in relationships. Some of them were not men, women, and all of just their perceptions on men and what men have to offer, what they don't, what the problems that they see. And this came from a lot of different perspectives. So I decided that Um, it might be fun to kind of get into some of those topics. So today's topic, and this is episode 31. So we knocked out 30 episodes last year, 2023. So our first episode that we're going to look at together today is, is going to be problem solved. Who are men and where are they hiding? And I could give a monster intro to this as I've just talked to so many people about kind of the state of men. And a lot of the people I talk to are not married, men or women. And so a married a married man in in a in a in a marriage there may be a little bit of some differences that we may not explore fully, but 
I think everybody will find a lot of different connections as we kind of get into this. And it's actually going to lead to a super exciting episode next week, as well as we look more at boys and basically how they become men. So anyway, so let's look at the title. So who are men? Um, what do, what do women want from us or of us? What's our, why are we here? What's, what's so interesting or special about us? Who are we? Are we breadwinners? Is that the, is that our purpose here? Um, help raise children, go through life and, and serving those needs. Are there other things for us? Because you have to know the answer to that question. If you're a man, who are you? What are you about? What's important about you? And we know that with mental health crises that are going on, have been going on for a while, that phrase is just a fun, catchy word that we use now. Men and answering this question goes a long way to understanding what you should be doing with your life. So, so let's look at it. Okay. Um, the other side of the, where are they hiding? And I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but just think about this for a second. Take all men over the age of 18 currently right now. Okay. In the world, in our country, whatever you want to look at. As those men get older, they get married. So let's say then all of the men that get married by the age of 30. Okay. They're off the table. They're living their lives, having families, doing all the things that they're doing. Many of the men in that category might be classified as really good men. They, they were not afraid of commitment. They, they loved the relationship. They found someone they fell in love. They wanted to start a family, all of the good things. Now, if in those relationships at some point they end, which of course we all hope that they don't, but if they do, and by the way, the divorce rate is dropping. We'll get into that later. When you look at men that are single 40s, 50s, 60s, and the women that are now trying to reconnect to, to find another relationship in their life, there's just not a lot of good ones. The best ones were there in your 20s. They get picked up. And so the deficit we have in terms of why I say, where are they hiding? At some point, these 50-year-old men, these 40-year-old men were deemed good men or at least enough for someone to marry him. But what's going on now? And the reality is that if you are single in the second next phase of your life, if you're a man, there's many more good women to choose from. If you're a woman, a female, I mean, I'm just letting you know if it there's just, there's not one for everybody. Not everybody's going to get married to some amazing person. It's just simply not happening. And the rate of divorce and second marriages climbs dramatically, getting close to 60, 65% chance you're going to get a divorce where the divorce rate now with first time marriages, you're actually in the thirties in terms of the percentage of chance you may get a divorce. So we'll look at some of those statistics later. I want to kind of focus on this question, man. I'm going to kind of tell you a story to kind of get us into this. So when I was a youngster, I had a friend of mine named Marvin and we played tennis. We were not great. We were athletic but we weren't accomplished tennis players. There's other sports we were better than at. One day at the, at the local tennis courts, there are two friends of ours who are really good at tennis. 
their serves were strong. They're, I mean, they could naturally hit the tennis ball how you were supposed to if you were good. Whereas us, we're just kind of fighting to, you know, to stay in matches. So they challenge us and they looked, oh my gosh, we're going to crush these guys. So we play the tennis match. They have all their strength, all of all of their, you know, the fundamentals down, all of those things. My friend Marvin and I, we had one objective, just get the ball over the net. Just get the ball over the net. Eventually, these guys are going to make mistakes, but we're going to use our athleticism and just kind of a, a, a fight for survival, get the ball over the net. And we kept doing that, and we kept doing that. And we would have these really long, drawn-out points, but we would win, and we kept winning all the way to the end where we won this tennis match, which, by the way, this was... 30 plus years ago today. And when I see these same guys, we still talk about it. I still talk smack against these guys. I'm better than you. And, but, but the, it was about the mentality. It wasn't really about my skill. Now, what is, what is, why am I telling you that story? What's the connection to what we're talking about? Men in, in relationships, men in their life, sometimes the best advice that you can do in terms of handling the woman you love, your children, your work, all of the obligations is you have to not do anything. It's not about how spectacular you are. It's not about how, you know, how much, Oh, I can afford this. It's not all about the big and the fancy and the flash. It's about consistency and it's about simplicity and it's the little daily things that keep happening. Just keep getting the ball over the net. Boom, something back comes. Just get it over the net. Like, don't try to, don't let your ego get in the way to try to do something more than you're capable of doing. Don't get pissed and just, you know, let all of that out of you. Just get the ball over the net. Just keep moving forward. This little thing and this little thing. And you just keep doing that. And when you're consistent with that, good things happen. When you're consistent about that, what you see is that is a form of leadership that's steady that's stable and people know what they're getting. When I'm playing in this tennis match, the frustration was building with these two friends of mine. They're trying to hit the ball harder. They're trying to be more pinpoint. And honestly, they didn't have the capacity to just hang in with us. We just frustrated them because eventually we, we were playing the long game and they were wanting to get it quick and over with quickly. And so that's the, that was ultimately our advantage. And we're talking today about who are men and where they're hiding or what's going on. It's they're, they're behaving in ways and doing things that are really honestly outside of what they should be doing and even outside of their own strengths because they don't know. They don't know their own strength. They don't even know why they're here. There's confusion with all of that. And when men are confused about their purpose, they do stupid things. And when they do stupid things, their families suffer. All a woman really wants out of her man is consistency, focus. Who are you? What are you about? What are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish? Keep moving. Little by little is fine. They can be patient if you're moving and you have a plan. But there's nothing worse than a wishy-washy guy. There's nothing worse than a guy that just doesn't know where he's going or what he's doing. And he's going to try to power through some situation as if that's actually going to help. Okay. So let's let's look at some of these. Let's look at some some more kind of specifics in this area of of men. Okay. 
sometimes what we do as men is we want to, um, like, let's take with our wife. Let's take, let's take your wife, your girlfriend, or whatever. Like, you're going to fix her. You're going to solve her. You're going to do something. There's going to be a point where everything is going to make sense. Sometimes we do this with our kids, too, or even with our jobs. Or even, well, once I get here, or once I can help here, okay, all of that are, are detours are road that's leading to a roadblock that's not going to get you where you need to go. So get rid of this whole idea that anything is ever over in your life. I don't care if you met if you met your wife at 20 and now she's 80, you're still going to go through the same cycles that you always will. There is no arrival. There is no place that you get to. Life is going to be an ebb and flow in your relationships, whomever they're with. And the first thing is accept that. What's more important than trying to fix or even always having to understand everything is what is your responsibility and, and what what are the people that you love? What are they calling you to do? What do they want out of you? Um, I'll give you a clue what they want is love. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, some of the women that are listening will kind of understand and relate to this aspect of men that many of us are guilty of. So when we have pain, we have problems, when there's things that we don't understand, and we're trying to figure out how we kind of live through that and how we go how we go through that. A lot of times when there's something in us that's hurt, we shut down, we close off. We don't we don't communicate it. We don't even necessarily understand it and we shut down. And what happens with that is you have a problem that's not solved and whether you realize it or not that is affecting your day to day. That's affecting how you relate with the people that you love. And when that, when that happens, the spiral has begun. You're not getting off of that spiral unless you do one really clear thing is you have to take your pain. You have to take the things that are going on and you have to open up your, it's like kind of like an open handed approach. You have to open your heart, acknowledge and even label yeah, label what it is. So let's say that, for instance, I'm feeling rejection, some level of rejection from somebody I love, kids, family, whatever. Say what it is. So you feel something coming your way and bottle it up, bottle it up, anger. It's kind of like the dude in Virgin River. Like, <laughs> didn't know I was going to make a reference to that, but I think Jack or whatever his name is, he's got problems from the war and he's got problems in the relationship. And the last thing that he wants to do is open up and tell any, he, he can't even define what it is. So that's the step, guys. Acknowledge what exactly it is. I feel rejected when you do that. Okay. That's, that's, that was actually hard for me to say, and I'm just making stuff up as I talk to you guys. But there's a difficulty in, in actually putting words to what we feel, especially on a negative. It's so much easier to dig a, dig a hole in the backyard and just throw that stuff in there. Way easier. And, and we're good at digging, so it makes sense as well. But this is, this is, this is what's going to separate us from the, from the ones we love. Okay? So... As we move, trying to do a better job on that part of it, here's something else to consider. So how many of us men 
live on our like on our edge, let's say. So what I mean by that is if you look at um, if you think of a mountain, okay, and let's say that the top is is our edge, okay? Most of us live on the slope of the mountain at some place. In other words, what we do with our life, we work, we, we, we love our, our families, our kids. We, um, we, we survive and just kind of get through that. Maybe we have a hobby or two that we really care, care about. Okay. But what we don't do is what we don't, we don't push ourselves to where, and this is going to sound a little bit controversial. We don't push ourselves to why are we here? That's our edge. Our edge is a place that's almost borderline uncomfortable. It's a place where we're like, okay, so what is that for you? So for me, if I'm not living out in a way that tries to serve or help other people, then I look at my life as a waste. Like I can do these things. Like, like my edge is even in a sense above my family. They'd be like, oh, wait, whoa, 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 like what's, let me explain what that means. When I'm living my life out of purpose and intentionality for how I'm created, how God made me, what, and, and really understanding what I have to offer, what I don't have to offer, where is my lane? Where am I supposed to be? When I'm doing that, all people in my life benefit. What I'm not saying is I'm not saying that I'm, brushing them off aside to only do my ministry. I'm not saying that uh, a lot of Christians can fall into that trap. I'm not saying that I'm saying I know what it is and I'm going to take steps in my life to do those things. I'm going to teach that to my kids. And what it does is from, you know, in a, in a, in a relationship, in a marriage or whatever relationship, there's admiration for that. Like he cares. He wants to do these things. And here's the deal. We all have that to some level. We don't all know what it is. Some of us don't care, but we all have that. And when we live on that, we're doing, there's, there's a purpose behind us that's bigger than us and even bigger than our families, but our families benefit. The other side of the mountain, which I'm just going to say this one thing about the other side, if you go too far, is you're just living in fake land, fictitious world. You're you're so disconnected from what reality is that you've you've almost created this whole other world that that doesn't even really exist. And so so you're a fraud. You're you're somebody that you're not in the realm that you're supposed to be now getting to this point isn't easy and it takes time and it takes it takes talking with friends and people and evaluating yourself and, and getting it to a place where you really understand what that is. Um, I'll never forget one time I went on a date and the date was we went, she volunteers a lot for um, homeless people. And there's trucks where the homeless people live in Kansas City where they go and bring them food and clothing and just different help them serve their needs. And when the truck gets to this homeless area, they all kind of, they come out of the woods, they come out of the woodwork, they're, they're all around. And what we do is we talk to them, we have conversations. And so for some of you, like what, where are you? Like you, you would have potentially the ability one way or another, there's something in all of us men to live outside of ourselves. And that's the key. And a lot of times the complaint that women have in dating is you're just so selfish and full of yourself. This, this finding this kind of this edge in our life. And we, 
we should teach our boys when they're younger. But finding this place gets us to our best self and makes us a more dateable, lovable leader that we are made to be. Okay. Um, let's kind of let's kind of move on to. Uh, um, Let's actually move on to the the songs and the quotes and all these kind of fun stuff. So I like so I like this. So the parenting advice is relatively simple today in this episode. The parenting advice is we are teaching our boys this from the beginning. What do you care about? What are your gifts? What are your passions? And it's not how good you are at Fortnite. And it and it's and it's not even how many baskets you can make in a row. You have a place, Johnny, that you can get to. There is a place, there's something in you that's that's uniquely different than your classmates, your siblings, and maybe even most people that you know. What is it? And do you know what that does? This, it opens up an idea and a window about the purpose and the intentionality of their life, and it affects how they live their life. There's something to be doing all of this stuff for. We need to have conversations with our sons all the time about what this is. If we don't, the the fear is that we will fall into this mentality of kind of basically people that are full of themselves, people that are that are self-absorbed. That's what happens when we don't show them the other sides of them. And then when we show them the other sides and we push them to their edge, it creates a humility. Isn't that interesting? It creates a humility to know what you're about and what you're supposed to do. It doesn't create an arrogance because something of what we're about is to provide and be and do something for someone other than ourselves. Okay, that's the parenting advice. All right, uh, let's go to the quote. I kind of like this quote. Um, could be potentially a little controversial, but not really. When a man shows up, when a man shows up, where are they? When he shows up with a clear, I'm sorry, with a clarity of direction, knows where he's going, what he's all about. He shows that he's a statue of consistency. There's a strength, almost a pillar-like element of this is I know what I'm getting and what I'm not getting with him. He's not wishy-washy. He doesn't just go with the flow and become all of these other things. There is somebody that he is, and I know what that is. So when a man shows up with clarity of direction, being a statue of consistency, and showing endless gratitude, gratitude for the people in his life, for the people that he loves, his family, his wife, his parents, the people in his life will always feel his presence and what he's about. Consistency, knowing where you're going, and then simply a gratitude for the people in his life. That creates the, a strong humility. The song is one of my favorites, and the song has line after line, and I absolutely love it. It's a song by Coldplay. We've done a few of theirs called Up and Up. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a couple of lines because it's super interesting when you think about these in the context of a man um, because we kind of all go through this and we've been at these seasons of our life and it's a test. It's such a test. Okay, lying in the gutter, aiming for the moon. <laughs> 
here's my goals. And I feel like I'm so far away from that. Quit, give up, quit, give up, block yourself off. That's what men do. We don't want that. (laughs) Trying to empty the ocean with a spoon. Like I'm never going to accomplish. I'm never going to get to this place. Like I, the, the job is so big and I feel like I'm not making any, a difference. Keep moving, keep moving. Um, uh, what we want to kind of view and what we want to be is the bird that's soaring above the flood. So we see the, the wreck, we see the mess, but we need to see it from a different vantage point. Um, and this is probably my, my favorite and my final line here underneath the storm, underneath the storm, an umbrella is sitting with poison that actually takes away the pain. The reference to this, and you really should go listen to the song and kind of read through the, all of these lyrics. It's super powerful. The chorus is amazing. But we're, what we're saying here is that when we sit with our pain, when we sit with these things and we identify them, which is what we were talking about earlier, we identify it, we label it, we sit with it, we, we're honest about it, it actually, that's, that's the healing process. That's when our pain can, while the pain's there, we can't avoid it. It's there. But what that does is it, it allows us to be more complete versions of ourselves and be the leaders and the consistent leaders that our family needs. So anyway, folks, um, again, love seeing you guys here. We're very, very close to 500 subscribers on YouTube. All you got to do is go click that button and then you get the notifications on your phone of when this is happening. I know, no, no, there's a man. Send this episode to him. Just throw it out there. It's a, it's a, it's a late Christmas present. Whatever you want to say, but uh, appreciate all the support. Keep the comments coming. I love it. I love when you guys make comments on the YouTube page or whatever that is, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Episode 32 is going to be powerful, so I can't wait to see you guys next week. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Let's keep the conversation going. You can reach out on Ben's website, www.benkeatshow.com or on social media to chat. And please remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. 